Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? You know what it is. It's that early morning ride-along episode. You know who I be in the place to be on this Tuesday. We got to talk about a couple things basketball related. All you basketball fans get in here. Salute to the sponsors, of course, because when I upload this as a podcast, you got to make sure you salute the sponsors. So if everybody's on Facebook Live, you get to see it live. But everybody else, you know, it's uploaded. You dig? Shout out to the sponsor, Abra Insurance. Shout out to Johns & Company Apparel, Manscaped. And, of course, my own shit. Shut the hell up, Juice. <laughs> hey, so let's see. You got the play, NBA playing game starting up tonight. Is it tonight or tomorrow night? It might be tonight or tomorrow night. Anyway, Cassie, what's good with you? Anyway, man, you, you got those vibes. Let me know what y'all think about the playing games. <clears throat> it's ironic that uh, it's LeBron and Steph. They both going to get... You know, one of them going to get two chances to make it to the playoffs because of the dumb play-in rule. Like, if you're the top eight, you should be in the playoffs. Point blank, period. I mean, I get it, man. Vegas, money, you know, because I'm pretty sure when these games take place, the betting line is going to be off the chain. And uh, that that lets you know, man, sports is a big business. It's a big business. I don't like it. I don't like the playing. I really, I really, really don't like it. But I know why it's taking place because money is involved. Um, like, like what happens if one of these stars really? No, nah, I ain't even gonna say that. I ain't gonna be that guy. So yeah. Um, then you got the Wizards on the other side. Because I know you got the Pacers and the Hornets playing each other. Who do the Wizards play? Somebody in the chat tell me, who do the Wizards play? Steph's season should be over. Golden State didn't finish in the top eight. So they wasn't eight? They dropped in the last couple days? I thought they were eighth. And they were straight. Oh, they played Boston. So the Wizards played Boston. Hmm. Who would Brooklyn rather see? Boston or the Wizards? Because I know Boston beat up. And then I know the Wizards are the Wizards. You know, they top heavy. Like, who would the Suns rather see in the West? Hold on, who got the best record in the West? It's not the Suns, right? Damn, who is it? Is it Denver? No, Utah, my bad, Utah. 
Utah. Like, would you really want to see LeBron and or Steph if you the top two seeds over there? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm lying. You know, goodness well, they want to see Golden State in the seven-game series because they definitely top-heavy. They only got Steph. I mean, Wiggins will come through, give you 18 and them janks. Draymond going to have 40 assists and talk, tell everybody why he had MF and dog. But do you really want to see the Lakers? Yo, ain't that, yo, that would be, yo, yo, that would be something, man. If you Chris Paul, you winning all them damn games over there, and you the Suns, you get your ass smacked in the first round. Skip Bennett's going to have a field day with Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't matter for Brooklyn. They both got it. Come on. Hey, yo. I'm telling you, man. I know you want to get over, Sheriff. I know you want to get over. I could tell how you was riding up beside me real fast. See? I knew you had to get over. Um, Utah. I'm interested in these play-in games. Think that calling an attorney makes it seem gimmicky. Yeah. Like, if, if you really going to... Like, everybody was going at Braun because Braun don't like it this year. And they forgot the context in which Braun used in his sale of the player games last year. You remember last year, he wanted it to be a series between the, the, the you know, the teams when they were in the bubble. Like the Portlands and, and the Phoenixes. I mean, you know, stuff like that. He wanted it to be a series. And I, I agree. Like, if you have a play-in game, make it a series. Make it a play-in series and cut the season damn short or something. I mean, come on, man. One game? Like, one game, Golden State and Steph could just smack you. One game, LeBron and them could buy out. Like, we got to admit, what makes LeBron so great is like Mayweather. After two rounds, they, gonna, they figured you out. LeBron, after one game in the playoffs, he done got you figured out. That's why he usually dropped the first game. They mess around and lose both of the first games. Then he ain't in the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? Yeah, Cass, I, I, I hear what you're saying about wild card weekend, but, you know, it's, it's one of them things where in football, everything is one game, though. Nothing changes. Like, the, with the playing, it goes against what your what your model is like you model the playoffs to be a series but you do a play you do play in well if you if you if you're going to try to make them earn a spot to the playoffs then make them win a play in series in my opinion respectfully you know what i'm saying like rock said one game outweighs 72 it's stupid you know Basketball, you're going against your tradition. You're going against what makes you unique. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold on. Don't baseball do something like this too? Don't they do one game or is it a series? If they do the same thing, that's whack too. And 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 look, why are we talking about this, man? Kendrick Perkins. I need you to drink Shut the Hell Up Juice forever. If you really think it's easy to win a championship in football compared to basketball, here's my thing. I can see it on both both ends of the spectrum, right? But 
with like it's just like when I'm talking about with a series, right? Like you you have time to make adjustments in basketball. You have time. I will say this in basketball and baseball, you're gonna really truly find out who's the better team, period. It won't be a debate. Cause it's a series. But I think it's harder when it's single elimination. Cause you can't have an off night. That's why March Madness is called madness. Cause you better be on that night. It's like the tough man contest. Let your ass drop your hands for one round. You get knocked the hell out. I just don't think you could matter of factly say that it's harder to win a championship in basketball than it is in football. It just depends on how you look at it. I will say that it could be more fluke champions in a single elimination situation like football. You know? You may not definitely know who the best team is. It's just they made their damn run. They made sure they ain't have an off day. So you got to respect that champion. And then in basketball, dude, if you win series after series after series, can't nobody say you want the best team. You was the best team. You know what I'm saying? I want to see Perk as a Kwame Brown fight. I never liked Perk. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, Kwame Brown was better than Kendrick Perkins. Some people gonna look at me like I'm crazy. Or some people listening to this like, the hell is he talking about? Perkins got a championship. That's why, man, some, that's why, it's, you know, when you could play, play, compare players, you just got to look at their skill set, bro. You really do. It's no different than what we do with boxers, right? We compare boxers in different weight classes, but then you just look at the skill set, like, offensively, defensively, like, what, what can they do as a fighter? And it seems like we take the easy way out and we look at the results in the championships, which, I mean, it do play a role. Don't get me wrong. Especially in a in a uh, individual sport, but anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. So uh, I gotta talk about Kyrie right quick. Salute to Kyrie, man. Fifty, forty, ninety, yo. That's that's yo. That's great company right there, bro. That's great company, and I think. He wanted a few guys to, you know, 50, 40, 90, and average at least 25 points. I think you had uh, Kevin Durant, and I forgot who else did it. Did Michael Jordan? Nah, Michael Jordan never had 50, 40, 90 because he ain't shooting no threes. Um, but I see folks like, when you say something like, congrats to Kyrie, 50, 40, 90, people just go to, to, to other stuff like sometimes it's just hard for folks just to say congratulations when a player accomplished something right it takes us back to Stephen A. Smith of Westbrook but um, it was, it was a, uh, a article release or not an article just yeah article in which Kyrie was saying his mind isn't solely focused on basketball his mind is focused on worldly issues and a lot of people going nuts on him, right? Focus on your job. Your priorities are backwards. And I got a question for y'all, yo. 
You're going to salute Tony Shell 50-50-100? Now, I'm not going to salute Tony Shell for 50-50-100, and I think you know why. I think he plays maybe nine minutes a game. He might take two shots a game. So, you know, let's, let's see. Come on, man. Let's, let's keep it a stack, baby. Let's keep it a stack. Come on, man. Tony, Tony, we talk about a dude who start and who, you know what I'm saying? Like, God, dog. Come on, man. They ain't, look, you know it ain't serious when nobody's congratulating him for that 50-50-100 shit. Like, we... <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Yo ass taking one shot a game. Come on, man. All right, you get me sidetracked. All right, here we go. Back to what I was saying. I got a question to all the folks telling Kyrie he a cancer and he need to focus on his job. Is your job the most important thing in your life? Is that the only thing you think of? Like, real talk. And we tell athletes this all the time, right? It's that cold word of shut up and dribble. We expect athletes to talk sports 24 freaking 7. And then we'll tell an athlete, be a role model for a kid and give back to the community. You can't have it both ways, right? If they're going to give back to the community... Focus on your sport. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just think, yo, at the end of the day, man, people don't like Kyrie. And I wish he would stop being so honest right now because people don't want to hear his honesty because they're going to look for a way to bitch. Like, it just is what it is. But, man, people just... That, that, it goes to show, man, no matter how much positive stuff you try to do, people going to bitch. They're just going to bitch. They're going to find a way to discredit you. And that's why, in a way, man, I agree with some athletes when they just don't talk to the media. Like, sometimes, man, you don't, you don't want to talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, look, somebody can play their sport, give you their all, and, and still be transparent so their mind isn't all the way there. It's something tugging on their heart. You know what I'm saying? And everybody got a better way on how somebody should be doing something. And at the end of the day, man, I'm from now. I don't give a fuck. I don't care how he doing it. We all know what he mean. Like, how come we got to jump through so many damn hoops, bro? Think about that. We got to jump through so many hoops and appease to so many people, even though we know what somebody's saying. Oh, he just saying do it right. Why he got to do it right? Because we be the same ones that say, hey, go against the system. Damn that. Do what you want to do. Be an entrepreneur. Go learn the trade. Like, Kyrie just speak his mind, bro. I, I, had, to, I had to go get a throwback for you just for this. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you why I disagree with you, bro. All because, right. like, the media not pulling up on you right now while you're sitting in your car, or while you're sitting at your house, or anything like that. If it's any case outside of what you signed up for, I understand. But what Kyrie is doing is wrong. It, it's like it's like me telling the bank or somebody that you know what. 
this money ain't paying my mortgage. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, no, yeah. it's it's all part of it. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's my issue with Kyrie. Your your job is to speak to the media about basketball, right? You can throw in whatever you want to along with you talking about basketball, but to go up there and just say that I ain't going to do this, I ain't going to do that. Now, he got the right to do that also because he's still talking. Yeah. He's still talking. But I'm saying, like, he's been doing this stuff for so long that it, it, it takes away from his message because Kyrie does a lot of great stuff out here. You see what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And people are paying you to play basketball and give your insight. That's what your chick uh, is all That's about. Shut up and dribble, Rock. That's not shut up and dribble to me. Shut up and dribble is <laughs> don't talk about it at all. You're saying I'm not gonna talk about basketball at all and talk about what I disagree with in this. Imagine if they oh, ho ho hold up. But if they asked like if if the if the issue was him not talking to the media and he comes to the podium and somebody and what somebody did say, Hey, you know, you've been really quiet, like what's your issue? And then he verbalized why. I think we I th what you're what, like so what you're saying is right, right? Like if somebody just unwarranted just Boom. Hey, man. Like, they be like, hey, yo, Rock, how you feel you was in cover till you got that pick? You know what I'm saying, man? This this, this football shit ain't, ain't, ain't what I'm worried about right now. Like, if <laughs> yeah, you, like yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm with you on that. You just going to tangent. You just going left. But if somebody kind of add like, ask you, why are you so hesitant to talk to the media? And you just say, yo, man, like, right now, mentally, I'm just not all the way there to discuss basketball after the game is over. I think – that's when we be like, oh, okay. It's more like the you should let like that the slide one. You should let that slide one or two times. You know what he yeah. feeling, but he do it too much. That's what I'm saying. That's not being a professional. That's but if they asking, aren't they like? Is they're at like? I see what you you saying. They, they opening the door. Yeah, they opening the door. Yeah. So I, like, like I, I said, I think he, that. I think he is. So uh, it's honesty at a fault to a fault. Like, we want transparency, but then it's like we try to control how much. Because, like, all right, goddamn, every time. But it's like, yo, you keep asking him that. You know what I'm saying? It's almost now, like you, he taking the bait. In, the in that case, I understand. And if you look at it from that point of view, it's just, like, I've seen Kyrie without being asked, uh, you know, just shush the media. Don't They're yeah. puns and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like Kyrie wins enough. Like, if I like for people to get a taste of what they want. I even tell so many people call me about relationship advice is ridiculous. And I yeah. one thing I always tell people about, um, I'm like the very thing you be afraid of, you push people to. So imagine mm -hmm. if, imagine if everybody, I, I know it's not going to happen because people love their sports in America, but imagine if the fans were smart enough to say, you know what, we're not going to support Brooklyn at all. Yeah. We're not going to come to any games, watch any games. By any uh apparel, as long as Kyrie acting like this, I bet you Brooklyn will make Kyrie get his act together and or trade him or find some kind of way to get rid of his gear. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's gonna happen down the line for the guys? They're gonna figure out a way to get guys for stuff like that. Watch, and 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 it's gonna be some kind of collective bargain agreement that that's gonna happen without any problem because you know what. Most guys have no problem with talking to the media. 
You get what yeah. I'm saying? So, and, and I know what you hit me with a lot of times, but what about Marshawn Lynch? No, I'm not going to say Marshawn. I think Marshawn's the, uh, to me, I think Marshawn's the outlier because none of us realize that he ain't stand for the anthem. A lot of us ain't realize he didn't talk to the media. Like, he's that one dude that, it's that's really him. That's really him. You know what I'm saying? It's just he, didn't really find, him. he didn't find something new and all of a sudden, it's, and that, don't get me wrong, I understand when we learn some new things, Ky Kyrie is on a journey, he's passionate about it. Yeah, That's cool with me, but take advantage of the platform you have so you can get your message out because what's going to hey, happen is people hey, going to you, you I glad, And I'm glad you said that because we can look at it two sides. Like you said, you got to be – you get, like, on one hand, what you're saying, like, be strategic and understand your platform. We know you got this newfound knowledge learn how to attack them and then you got the other end where it's like you got this newfound knowledge and you understand your platform and go ahead and be matter of fact where it's out there because i guess you could look at it as with him being defiant it probably gained more attraction you know what i'm saying like when you're defined about it whether it's knit like when a protest the reason why people pay attention because it's going against the grain is defiant and then you see media understands that that's going to gain clicks. But when you're speaking to something that's positive that everybody's in agreement with, it really don't get that traction because it, you're it, right. ain't, it ain't moving that. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's why with Marshawn, with Marshawn, he wasn't a threat. It wasn't threatening that he didn't stand for the anthem. He was on the bike because they knew he it won't for a cause. You know what mm. I'm saying? I ain't speaking to the media because I don't want to. It's not threatening because it's not for a cause. But when you're not speaking to the media because you're caring for social issues and if somebody asks you about the social issue, then you'll speak. Now you're a threat, like you said, to our brand because you're not fulfilling your contract obligations of of basically uh, marketing our product. Because when we as players talk after games, we're marketing the product. You know what I'm saying? After our Grand Rapids games, when they ask us about the game, we're speaking on behalf as a Grand Rapids Rampage Bro, player. And we have to player. sign autographs for everybody in the stadium. Yeah, exactly. And we got to sit there in line, <laughs> and you get fined if you don't want to. And that's like you said, that's in the stipulation. But if I it. said, yeah, and if I said I'm not signing autographs because police brutality, it's going gonna, it's gonna to gain a lot of traction because it's going against the grain. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's going to be polarizing. It's going to gain it. And if you understand... I see that's why if you listen to Kwame Brown when he went off on Matt Barnes and them, he said something that was key, bro. He was like, well, shit, I'm going to just jump on my own platform and just, like, it, it dawned to him, like, as much as people call me a bust, I'm still Kwame Brown. Like, <laughs> people still going to tune in. You know what I'm saying? And he was he was saying some he was saying some good stuff and some messed up stuff because... Yeah, he was. He was yeah, on that hook. Cause I'm like, bro, you tr and then in, in the same breath was, bring me on your show. Like he sounded like a groupie too. So it was hey, like, oh no, Rod, that's kind of gangster. Like, like basically, he like I got more. I took it as, bring me on your show, cause he don't know Matt, and Matt, you know, they've never met. If so that, if that boy come on that show, the show might not start. They're gonna fight. Oh, no. <laughs> they gonna fight. They gonna yeah. fight. They gonna fight. They're the same and that, temperament. And Jack probably gonna always say, "We got to jump this big motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, he's still seven feet. He, and he got feet. 
And Gilbert Arena said he was strong as an ox. He said no matter what people say, he was strong and he would keep running. Well, when he said a man put his hands around Gilbert Arenas on the wall like a bitch. Oh, my boy, God, yo. Boy. I lost it. Oh, my. And they had to come save him? Bro, I'm sorry, bro. Ain't no man ever putting his hands around me like that. Nah. Bro. I don't care and look, what size you is. You're going to have to kill me. And you notice a lot of stuff, they, like, <laughs> as much as he said, like, he said some crazy stuff for that hour. You notice Gilbert or or uh, uh, Stephen didn't respond like they usually respond to folks. No, so that's sir. I knew he got some info. He dropped some bombs that was <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Because, and it's, I understand where Jack is because it's a hard life to adjust and like getting older, right? Yeah, where, where you came from, like what he was saying about Jack, it hurt to hear it, but it was yep. true. Because yeah. it was like, nigga, you out, nigga, you bang, and but then you out here trying to talk to the kids and all that. And I know what that kid. Look, I don't consider myself no gang banger, but that's what I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? I'm still cool with these same people to this day. So it's like to hear him say that he he had it right on the head. It was like hurt his, hurt his soul, bro. I know that hurt his soul. He like you out here trying to lead Black Lives Matter, man. But you are, but but you a gangster. You you know what I'm saying? You shooting guns and doing, a, man. That like. They hit, they hit right. I know that's why Stephen Jackson responded the way he responded. Man, he can't, he can't rebut that. He was like, "Bro, I don't want no smoke, big bro." And and you know, like when somebody's your ex teammate, you know certain teammates says like, you know where the line is at with them, and you can kind of understand when you cross the line. I think once Kwame broke it down, was like, he was like, you know, Matt had to hit you in your back and stuff, and all of a sudden, then you start talking crazy. It's like. You recognize, like, damn, I was wrong. You know, what I'm and saying? he like, recognized this also. Even though I don't think Stephen Jackson married, but he still might have somebody. It's stuff that all teammates can put out there that'll make life hard for you, and yep. you don't want this. So when you realize, oh my god, like I, I, I did something I shouldn't have did. He punched back. I'ma just take that. You know what yeah. I'm saying, like. We'll need more because it's so many people that can get involved when it comes to sports, not just your team, other mm -hmm. teams. Man, you open up a can of worms and you start a Me Too movement. Start a Me Too, yeah. And, and it'll be ugly. He started going down that road with Gil when he started talking about the women in D.C. Yes. I was like, oh, please stop. Stop. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, and that's when, when I saw how they responded to him opposed to other people because they get out of pocket when uh, like when other people come at them they really get greasy but with him it was trading lightly and i was like yo kwame must really got info on them and he must really in a sense be that stand-up cat because he always say like at the end of the day people know i'm a stand-up dude you can say what i want us or this or that but when it come to my name ain't no dirt on my name and he just kept repeating that and folks forget we are even like with the evolution of technology, it's still young. 2004, yeah. five, and six was is is that is dinosaur years basically compared to yeah. technology. So it's stuff that was done back then that was still boys being boys. Yeah. And if if it get out today, you're a terrible person. You yeah, lose no. your job. People don't want to support your business no more because 
I can't believe he did that. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like the reason why when I see people say certain things, I'm like, bro, it's certain stuff. Like it's always somebody that got something on you that even if it won't ruin you, it'll cost you enough. It'll put a dent in. It'll put a yeah. dent. You're like, man, like I'm going through something I shouldn't even have to go through. Yeah, nobody untouchable. And that's why he was just saying, Leo, like at the end of the day, man, just just respect me, bro. Like, I'm with him. Like, damn. They like to me, when he was like inviting me on the show, I was like, yo, that might that might do a lot of units because everybody wanna hear what really went down with him. But Kwame, like, I, and I get where he coming from. He like, man, leave that with the media for, because he'd have been called a bus forever, right? And he ain't never and, said nothing. He ain't never said nothing, but for them to say it, guys that play ball with me and understand that I come from the struggle, they're like, you come from the struggle and you call me a bus, and it's nothing special about Jack and Matt Bourne's career over Kwame Brown. That's what I think. I think that's what he was trying to hint to too. He was like, "No, y'all talking like, I mean, like, damn." Gilbert got off. <laughs> yeah, Gilbert got off. Gilbert got off, but he made a point though. He was like, "Gilbert taking twenty five thirty shots a game. You got uh Larry taking Yo. twenty to twenty five shots. You got so many people taking twenty five shots a game. Like, nigga, what I'm doing?" And he was like, "Nigga, I'm getting uh, a double Look. double off six attempts." <laughs> Hey yo, he he would look. He he. I would have been with him when he was talking like that, but he said that after he was like, "All I'm doing is speaking facts." And then he started saying, "Gilbert taking 25, and then uh, Larry taking 25, and Antoine." I'm like, "Hold on, dog." Antoine ain't taking 25. <laughs> Larry Hughes ain't taking those 20 shots, bro. Like you can't say you speaking. He was I'm a defender. I know he was having fun, but you. Yeah. That's what the petty person gonna say. They're gonna be like. But you say you're speaking facts, but then you're trying to say Larry Hughes took 20 shots. You know how, you know, that's what we're going to do. We're going to debate. We're going to be like, hold on, dog. That ain't right. Exactly. But still, a lot of shots was taken, so it wasn't much for the big man. Then to find out that Gilbert said he want him out of there because he went signed with his agent. That's bro, crazy. My eye snap your neck, bro. Like, I, I would have had to do some bodily harm to you. Like, you, you I really like Kwame said, Gilbert told you type of dude he was. You remember he was going to sign that contract, and he said he was going to get the new car just to drive past all his ex-girls with their new boyfriends. And he was like, what does that even mean? I still got your girl. You may got a new car, but I still got your girl. Exactly. So, Ale, hey, Ale made sense when he said it because of what Gilbert was talking about. Hey, I agree with you, fans. I was going to say that. When he said he got on Tim Duncan, man, I don't like it. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to replay it in my head. Like, yeah. I, I followed Duncan his whole career. Like, I don't remember Kwame. Nah. We met him. The Shaq one, the Shaq one is true. When Shaq was in Miami, he could move Kwame. But that wasn't the same Shaq either. No. You know what I'm it saying? Was, it was a good Shaq, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't LA Shaq. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kwame, man, when you go look at him, man, like, I'm like, okay, Kwame could. He could get busy. He just a, he was just a baby, man. He's just a baby. He like, was put in the wrong situation. I tell people this about sports all the time. We praise people who like like they was gonna do it no matter what. Now there's some people who would have did it no matter what because their mentality was like that. Jordan would have been Jordan no matter where he went because that's yep. how he was mentally. Yeah. But like look at Steph Curry. 
if, if Steph Curry don't get with a Steve Curry, we probably don't see him as the greatest shooter of all time because he end up with a coach that's telling him those bad shots. Yep, they keep him in the box. Then, then, so look at Kwame Brown. He end up in places where people looked at the negative stuff instead of what he actually could do, and then he was hurt yeah. a lot. So I feel him because you remember when he was coming out, bro? You everybody thought dude was gonna be special. They thought he was gonna be good, and and he said some real stuff. That I ain't know he's like Doug Collins used to go get big man just to file him on purpose to try to toughen him up, and that ended up actually hurting him. Like yeah, hurt. that's crazy. Well, yeah, man. I I I really would love for them to do some, but I I don't think they can. Oh well, no. they can't right now. It's too. It's too soon, and then this something else I learned. Like time is the healer of all things, right? Yep. Yeah. Especially as you get older, like you realize if you move yourself far from, like I move myself far from my family and friends and everything, like because I know how I am. Like I'm always kind of protect my family. But sure, if it take me six hours to get to you, I've thought about all the good sides and how to handle this as a great citizen and all that. So that's what they need time to really let this die down. But when that person you mad at is all of a sudden in your face again, all that anger can come yeah. right back. We saw that with the Joe Budden podcast. They thought they could move on, but they never really pieced it up. And now they didn't really broke up. That's crazy. Ain't it? Yeah, man. All over all over money, bro. Well, uh, well, I don't think like you know the Tyson podcast not the same no more. Yeah. Do do not uh do not uh driving it anymore. Um, it don't it don't seem the same either, bro. Without it, it's you. not. I I don't watch it without even. I didn't know dude was that important. But, yeah, but he kept, I like kept, it. Kept yeah. dri- he would drive it, drive the because Mike is really, Mike is not a facilitator. Mike is just somebody no. to respond to respond whatever. and tell stories. Like yeah, my, you, yeah you got to ask Mike the right question because first thing Mike gonna do. T- Tell him about the toe. You do the toe. Like, yeah, home dude was yeah. And, and and Joe, as much as as much as the the other two dudes have done episodes with Joe, it ain't the same without Rory and Maul. Like it just that's just what it is, bro. Cause they were homies. But so you why got, you can't why you can't pay people or keep the like for them to like like with, with Mike podcast. Some more people was uh not help you with anything, right? Like for example, your your platform. With how you run your show, if someone wants it and want to pick it up, they're picking it up because of how how successful it is with how you're doing That's it, right? Yep. And, yeah, then they'll come in and say, Well, we don't want you to do this, 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 and that. Don't bring Rob on, don't bring Rock them on, don't bring Zong. Yeah, and I'd be like, you're, like the, you're not gonna get the same product. No, because it's like that was that was natural. It, it was no effort into it, mm-hmm. and so that's what I'm saying. I don't get how you how if I was Mike, I would have been like, okay, we bringing all these new folks on to run it now. Dude is a part of it. We fifty yeah. fifty. You don't get me without him. Yeah, but yeah. now, Mike. So to me, all that talking that you've been doing, because. I've been bragging on Mike Tyson, bro, for a while now from watching these. I said, man, Mike Tyson's smarter than y'all think, bro. Yep. Like, and he be dropping jewels. So I don't know the whole scoop, but from what the information that I do have, I 
to me, it make me say, golly, Mike, all that knowledge you were dropping and all that realness, you let you let this happen to your guy? That ain't cool. Yeah. Now, that's real, man. And that, and that just goes to show, man, like, like, we always talk about it. Like, sometimes, man, it's more the environment and the connection versus trying to take all the money. Like, it's enough money. Like It's enough money. Keep everybody around, even if you think, damn, man, they don't deserve this much. It's like, but, bro, they're part of the brand. They actually are worth that because if you poll the fan base, if they're not around, you're not going to get what's there right now anyway. I um, I had to – I always give this example that for some reason we don't understand uh, – we can't project. We can't see the future. We can't. We can't understand small sacrifices for the greater good, right? The majority of our people. I, when I was working in corporate America, and I used to get all these contracts and stuff awarded, no education on it, no nothing. I'm talking yeah. about people. Everybody I'm sitting at these boardroom meetings with make plenty of money. But I, I always been a smart guy. All them got degrees, I don't. But I'm bringing in more $10 million contracts, $15 million contracts than they can. And I ain't even been taught how to do none of this. So they like, man, I wonder how Rock pulling all this type stuff off. I figured out how the world works also. When you got awarding officers and stuff, people who award these contracts, like, for example, let's say you got a project you need done, right? Yeah, you're paying ten million dollars for this project to be done. Everybody that bid on this project know it's ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, you find you two, three people, you go to them on the side and tell them, "Look here, I award you this contract for nine million dollars if you give me one million. Mm. And you know what everybody used to say, especially people that look like us. Yeah. You ain't doing nothing. What I'm gonna give you one million <laughs> for? You ain't doing yeah. nothing. So you know what the people do? You're right. Now you got zero million worrying about one million. One million, yeah. Now are going to take the nine million because now I got nine million instead of zero million. A lot of people can't see it that way. So with your podcast, you were, you're trying to get 10 million that's not actually there. It's not a $10 million deal now. It's a nine million dollar deal. Uh, but you, yeah, you're looking at it wrong. So now you get nothing because now your podcast is over. Because you don't want to pay the people that that help make it what it is. Because you're yep. worried about getting all the money. When you when you greet it like that, it never works. Because it's gonna keep it's gonna keep churning, bro. Like you may be thinking, like, man, I'm paying them too much, but the money gonna keep coming in because you gonna it's gonna it's gonna open your eyes. Like, yo, we really a unit. We're a unit. Like, yo, like. Like with Joe Budden podcast, even though it's his name on there, you guys move as a unit. Even though my show, I know who are my regular analysts and guests that come on. We're a unit. So it might say my name, but if somebody said, hey, Boho, we want to pick up your show. I'm like, all right, you do know he got to come on. He Basically, it got to keep the same format. But if you want to, you know, limit who comes on, like, all right, well, from day one, Rock been always coming on. And then Darren, you been coming on. You You got... All these guys that's been coming on, and I'm gonna give them. A, I'll give them a list, and then you could give them the episodes. And it's like, yo, and then we know who in the chat too. So it's like one of the things is where it's like you said, bro. They so short sighted. No, Zar, you're not. 
Look at Zar. <laughs> Zar, 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 Zar has turned into like that new villain on the on the on the new season that you signed up for a couple episodes. Then he ended up becoming a regular character. He like Steve Urkel was on Family Matters. Like you ain't planning for him to be a regular, but now he a regular. Exactly. Zar, <laughs> as a matter of fact, Zar might be the who will boost the ratings more than anybody, oh, but he, he gotta be careful. He will. He falling in that uh what's the guy from that uh speak for yourself that got that we happy he gone? The fat joker uh Whitlock. Whitlock, oh what? yeah, he Whitlock. You, you you don't wanna fall in that category. Crash and burn, right? They might say Rock spoke him up. But yeah, like I, he I, I don't here before you said his name, he had been here. I, <laughs> I don't get how people can't see that. Like, for example, them same people that award them contracts, okay, I got nine million this time. You gonna have, like, they be over the city or certain things in the state and stuff like that. Guess what? You finna come to me again, right? You ain't even got a bid this time. Do you want to do this one? Same yeah. deal. Nine million. <laughs> now I got 18 million. You see what I'm saying? Like, they, like <laughs> folks didn't get it. They were like, how are you doing this? What do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm mending relationships with people, not with words, not with pieces of paper. Morning. That's why. Okay. Ooh, I know you got to get going, man. Yeah. I can't do that. I, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Let me get up in here, man. But I definitely appreciate you tapping in, bro, because. You know, gotta get that other perspective without being a troll like Zari is. That's in the chat, right? Yeah, I, I think Kyrie can really uh, push his message forward. But like I had disagreed with you until you broke it down. Like people really only respond to the uh, what they perceive as a negative, or if you're standing up for a cause, that's like you can even look at with protesting. Period. Like I said, people being nice. That ain't nobody listening, but when people getting hurt and stuff over the situation, it's like yeah. that's when the leader get moved. Look at what happened with passing that bill for Chinese people and everything. Yep. Because yep. people was hurting Asian Americans. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I'm like, so you're right. America has only responded to violence. Yeah. I mean, that's how it was built. It was built on violence. <laughs> Yep, yeah, we still trying to be peaceful in everything we do and still got over 200 bills that ain't been passed. That's crazy. Hey, look, when, when, and, and, and you hate to do this, but this is how we do it. You just talked about the, the Stop Asian Hate Bill, and Mattel Bill still hasn't been passed. Still haven't been passed. So that just goes to, sh it, it's, it's, it like really opens your eyes. It's like, why? Like, man. Uh, that that holds a precedent, like, but when you look at the history, it doesn't surprise you because it's like, yo, they not gonna go against what's built this country and what look, kept the country going, you know what I'm saying? So, I think they do it this way, also, Hawk. Either you're gonna respond like they do with violence, or you have to show unity. We do not pose a threat of unionizing, it, they, it's, yep, it's, that's always the issue. But get, all the Asians gonna rock together. Facts. All the Muslims going to rock together. Whatever. Like, when you come to religion and race, everybody will rock together but the Christian black folk. <laughs> so, like, 
We won't. We all call ourselves Christians, but won't see eye to eye on Christianity. We all call ourselves black, but won't see eye to eye on race. Now, and, and this stuff make it sound like you're being uh, low down. And I, I got two friends. I got a friend that's coming in town that's actually Mexican, right? That I played mm -hmm. ball with in college. And I got another friend that lives here in Atlanta. He's white. And we were joking. He said, uh, I, I hope you don't get in trouble on here. But uh, yeah, so we going out and I said, yeah, uh, it's going to be a nigga went back in the cracker. We're going <laughs> to have a bar. Like, and we all have fun. You know, we all have fun like that. No racism, no none of that with each other, nothing like that. But last night we was watching, the, uh, they were showing the show about the D.C. sniper, right? Yeah. And my emotions and feelings was doing this the whole, the whole show, because they showed that a innocent mother with children, innocent father, innocent, yeah, would get sniped, right? And then my heart would go out, my heart would go out. Then they show an old white man, right, super mm -hmm. old, crying about that particular individual and then all of a sudden it turned my heart cold. I'm like, mm. nah, I know I know what white people your age, how y'all feel about us. Like, this is what was happening to us. Just not yeah. being sniped. We were being we were being crucified. We were being yeah. hung, murdered. Honey. And no no one said even even if you weren't the one doing it, you weren't stepping up saying this is not right. Because yeah. silence is dangerous also. Yeah. I, I can't I can't sit there in silence while you do something wrong to somebody. That, that's how I lost my corporate job. Take mm. it up for somebody. Yeah. That's that's really how I lost it. Because I, I, I don't know how to sit there while you sit up here and abuse a woman, abuse a man, somebody that can't fight back, and I'm going to just, hmm. To me, I won't be blessed by God if he give me the ability to do his bidding, and I don't do it. Mm. So he can take it. He can take it from you. We got access to all our limbs, yeah, mine and everything. If an old lady walk by you right now, struggling to carry her groceries, I'm willing to bet that you're gonna be like, "Man, let me get that for you. Facts. Let me carry this." You get what Facts. I'm saying? Yeah. But now nah, we ain't trained. Uh, it's like people don't do that anymore. Then you wonder why? Why God do this to me? I end up in an accident and paralyzed for life because you weren't using the gifts He gave you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, but people think. Blessings is just in monetary value, no, mm -hmm. bro. Mm -hmm. like, like, folks don't be getting it. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, that was making my feelings. I was, I had mixed emotions about this sniper stuff. Cause one minute I'm mad and thinking it's wrong, the next minute I'm like, now you see how we feel. Mm. That's real, excuse, bro. That's how we going, man. That's how we gonna end this episode. What you dropping them jewels right there? So I hope they don't get I hope they don't get lost in the in the keep it real uh derogatory comments made when it came to race because you know they'll just look at those three words and be like, man, why he talking like that? But you was putting it into context. When you Bruh, what, some of the funniest comedy in the world is racial comedy. When yep. people talk about racism they and comedy, feel. it's so funny, bro. Like racism's not going anywhere, but I think we need to start putting it on front street. 
You know what I'm saying? We know the difference. We got to stop acting like we don't know when someone means something. Because I got white, like I said, that same white friend says the N-word all the time. And it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother no black guy that know him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, we got to stop acting like the colors would make the word or word dangerous. No, it's the use of it. Like, a mm-hmm. gun ain't dangerous because of who holding it. Mm. It's what you do with the gun. Mm. Like people be we we act we ask, we we the smartest, dumbest acting people I ever met. <laughs> hey, y'all gotta go, Megan. That's how we because we, we this would be another topic that we could definitely jump into and we gotta let Zara be in here for this because he uh, <laughs> he's gonna press you on that N-word. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna say that for a later date. Appreciate you, yeah. bro. Man. Love you, dog. All right, bro. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.